Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of the podcast. I think I probably missed like, I'm going to say two episodes, though at least one episode I have missed and I'm sorry for that. I just haven't really had like the motivation to record and I haven't really had like any ideas and so I recently like have been watching a lot of like YouTube and like the section especially the section of YouTube that is books. I think they call it like booktube and I've recently been watching a lot of that and I also discovered Goodreads while doing that and I have like a list of books that I wanna read and I've been just reading I guess a lot more except I actually haven't had the motivation this weekend when I'm recording so yeah so I think I'm just going to show you the books that I'm planning on reading the I think I'm going to give you 10 and then I think I might talk about the one that I'm currently reading as well and yeah these are all like I read a lot of like contemporary like romance like contemporary romance like that kind of stuff so yeah let's get started so the first one is the one that i'm currently reading and that's called hot british boyfriend by christy boyce and the description for it is after a horrifying public rejection by her crush ellie nicholas does what any girl would do she flees the country to be more precise she joins her high school study abroad trip to england where most of her classmates are there to take honors courses and pay and pad their college applications Ellie is on a quest to rebuild her reputation and self-confidence and nothing is more of a confidence booster than getting a hot British boyfriend. So that's just the first paragraph. I think there's two other paragraphs about it like on good reads so you can do that. And because I'm currently reading it I will tell you that I'm on page like 130 something out of 300, I think it's like 300, I'm gonna say 40 something, I'll check that really quick, because I don't know, I think it's like 342, let's check, no, it's 336. So I was close, but it was 336. I don't have to read as much pages as I, I don't have to read as much pages as I thought that I would. The next book is is it gonna load? My iPad for some reason is it gonna have to load? Do 
him. Okay, here we go. The next book is called Fat Chance Charlie Vega by clicking on it. Um, Crystal, I think, and I'm going to botch this last name. I think it's Mal Maldonado. 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 Um, I think you have to like. I don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm really sorry. Um, if I'm like bashing anyway, I don't really know how to pronounce that. But the what's it about? I'm gonna read like there's like a slogan I think, and then I'll read like the paragraph. So it says. Coming of age as a fat brown girl in a white Connecticut suburb is hard. Harder when your whole life is on fire, though. Charlie Vega is a lot of things. Smart, funny, artistic, ambitious, fat. People sometimes have a problem with the last one, especially her mom. Charlie wants a good relationship with her body, but it's hard. And her mom leaving a billion weight loss shakes on her dress so it doesn't help. The world and everyone in it have ideas about what she should look like. Thinner, lighter, slimmer, faced, straighter haired, be smaller, be whiter, be quieter. So, I assume that she, like my prediction will be that she has some kind of, um, not realization, but like she kind of has to, think like herself get her confidence up before people like tear her down and she has to learn like not to tear herself down i assume that's kind of what she's going to be doing also i obviously can't show you but the cover of this is beautiful like honestly it's so pretty then i'm going to show you guys the next book, if it actually loves this time, the next book is Josh and Hazel's Guide to Not Dating by Christina Lauren. Hazel Camille Bradford, 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 or is it Bradford? No, I don't think it has an E. Anyways, Hazel knows she's a lot to take. And frankly, most men aren't up to the challenge. If her army of pets and thrill for the absurd don't send them running, her lack of filter means she'll say exactly the wrong thing in a delicate moment. Their loss, she's a good soul in search of honest fun. Josh... I'm, Josh, I'm, oh, his last name, Josh M, I think that's M, there's like an I and an M, so I think it's M, right, Josh M has known Hazel since college, where her zany playfulness proved completely incompatible with his mellow restraint. From the first night they met, when she graciously threw up on his shoes, to when she sent him an unintelligible email, 
while in a post-surgical haze. Josh has always thought of Hazel more as a spectacle than a peer, but now, ten years later, after a cheating girlfriend has turned his life upside down, going out with Hazel is a breath of fresh air. So, that's Josh, that's Hazel. So then it's Josh and Hazel's guide to not dating. So, interesting. Now, as I said, if this loads, I will show you the next one. Okay, that's the problem. I'm like, hmm. Want to read. The next book is A Cuban Girl's Guide to Tea and Tomorrow. A Cuban Girl's Guide to Tea and Tomorrow is an... Oh. Oh, that's just a review. Alright, that's just reviews that um, different authors and people have said about it. So, right, I got to the actual plot. For Leela Reyes, um, also, I feel like I'm going to like botch all of these names. I'm really sorry. I like, cannot pronounce names. It's not a good attribute that I have. And it's not like, I just, I don't know. I feel like I... Don't, I botch it, but then they say the correct way, and then that makes sense. So, I'm going to pronounce it Leela Rays. Probably going to be wrong. Feel free to correct me on any of these names that I pronounce wrong. A summer in England was never part of the plan. The plan was, one, take over her umbrellas, umbrellas, wool, as head baker at their panadoria. Move in with her best friend after graduation and live happily ever after with her boyfriend. But then the trifecta happened and everything, including Leela herself, fell apart. So, I assume also I've heard this, obviously, from the YouTube. This is one of the ones that I saw on YouTube that her grandma has died or umbrella um and she's um also i heard that this is a lot of like baking and it wants you like and like it definitely gets you hungry so i probably will need to like eat this during like like when i'm eating lunch or something because i might get hungry so yeah the next oh wait i forgot to say who it was by Sorry, <laughs> but it was Cuban Girl's Guide to Tea and Tomorrow by. Gonna go to it. By Naomi Laura Taylor. And that's what it says on here. So that's who wrote it. The fourth book that I want to read is The Unexpected Everything by. Morgan Matson. Oh wait, I think it's Taylor Laura Naomi because they do it like backwards. It's by somebody. I'm really sorry. Honestly, honestly, I haven't been podcasting in so 
I haven't, you know, I'm not used to, you know, speaking out loud. So, it's the next book is The Unexpected Everything. Andy had, oh, Unexpected Everything by Morgan Matson. I need to say the author. Andy had it all planned out. When you're a politician's daughter who's pretty much raised herself, you learn everything can be planned or spun or both, especially your future. Important internship? Important internship? Check amazing friends? Check. Guys? Check. As long as we're talking no more than three weeks. But that was before before ha- that was before the scandal, before having to be in the same house with her dad, before walking an insane number of dogs. That was before Clark and those few months that might change her whole life. Because here's the thing: if everything's planned out, you can never find the unexpected, and where's the fun in that? So I assume that there's gonna be dogs in this book, which I love. I'm looking at the cover right now, and there's much dogs in the cover. Honestly, if there's dogs in a book, you know that I'm going to read it. <laughs> the next book is, I believe, going to be number five. Number five. So it's Today, Tonight, and Tomorrow by Rachel Lynn Solomon. 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 Can I pronounce it Solomon? Again, as I said, probably going to pronounce it wrong. I just can't. But it's called Today, Tonight, and Tomorrow. And it's Today She Hates Him. It's the last day of senior year. Rowan Roth and Neil McNeil have been bitter rivals for all of high school, clashing on test scores, student council elections, and even gym class. Pull-up contests. Well, Rowan, who secretly wants to write romance novels, is anxious about the future. She'd love to be her infuriating nemesis one last time. Tonight, she puts with him. When Niall is named valedictorian, Rowan has only one more chance at victory. Howell, a senior class game that takes them all over Seattle, a farewell tour of the city she loves, but after learning a group of seniors is out to get them, she and Neil reluctantly decide to team up until the last players left, and then they'll destroy each other. As Rowan spends more time with Neil, she realizes he's much more than the awkward linguists. I don't know how to pronounce that word. I've heard it, but then my brain doesn't want to pronounce it. Nod. She's paired with for the past four years. And perhaps this boy she claimed to despise might actually be the boy of her dreams. And then it ends with tomorrow, maybe she's already fallen for him. So, next book, I believe is the sixth. Yeah. I think tomorrow is the fifth. Then the sixth, so then we have four more books to go, so hang in there.
so we have the switch some of these i add and i can't remember like what they're about so some of this is like what i'm like like i'm like reading it and so i'm gonna be shocked what it's about the, the switch by beth o'leary when overachiever lena cotton is the last name is basically how cotton is spelled i think so i think it's that lena cotton is ordered to take a two-month sabbatical after blowing a big presentation at work she escapes to her grandmother aline's house for some overdue rest aline is newly single and about to turn 80. she'd like a second chance at love but her tiny yoke Yorkshire Village doesn't offer many eligible gentlemen. Obviously, like, I'm just going to read, like, one paragraph for the majority of these. Except, like, obviously, today and tomorrow, I, like, read the whole thing just because, like, they're like, today, she's in tomorrow, like, that. And so, I'm only, I'm only going to read, like, a paragraph just so that it isn't too long. But then, also, I don't want to, like, really like spoil anything so yeah the next book i think it's the seventh right i think it's the seventh yeah the next book is the seventh and it's called sweet hand by ng pelletier i think it's pelletier after a public meltdown over her breakup from her cheating musician boyfriend Cherisy, sorry, Cherisy, don't know how to pronounce, swore off guys in the music industry and dating in general for a while, preferring to focus on growing her pastry chef business. I think there's some food involved. When Sherry's younger sister reveals she's getting married in a few months, Sherry hopes that will distract her mother enough to quit harassing her about finding a guy, settling down, and having kids. But her mother's matchmaking keeps intensifying. So it sounds nice. Also, I assume this is some kind of series because below it, it says Island, Island Bites number one. So I assume that this is some kind of a series yeah it was published 2021 it says so it's only one left but i assume like the author thinking of like more books so that's fine i probably should be the second one comes out and then the next book that i want to read is Number eight is symptom, sy- Symptoms of a Heartbreak. The youngest doctor in America, an Indian America teen, makes her rounds and falls head over heels in the con- contemporary romantic comedy Symptoms of a Heartbreak. So, honestly, I feel like this might have some kind of medicine in it because she's like the youngest doctor in america 
and if you look at like the cover it has like a stethoscope with like the Y and like one of those like um what's it called my brain isn't working but it's like I think it's called a hump on my brain yeah but it has those like little like lines that show like your pulse yeah I think it's called a hot monitor hot monitor yeah the next one is number nine why is it taking me to Amazon bye oh I think it's because they clicked on something okay I think I got it the next book is number nine and it's Alex approximately. Oh wait, I forgot to say who um Symptoms of a Heartbreak was by. It's by Sona. I'm gonna pronounce this name wrong, but I think it's Sona Chao uh Patre. Chill, uh, chill, I don't know. But I'm really sorry. Please, again, like as I said, I'm gonna say, please correct me. Like, DM me on Instagram. I'll say it at the end of this episode on Instagram. So please feel free to DM me, like, saying, you pronounce this person's name wrong. Like, this is how it's pronounced. And then I might be able to pronounce it right. You might be able to teach me. But. Number nine is Alex Approximately by Jen Bennett. Classic movie buff Bailey Mink. Rydell has spent months crushing on a witty film geek. She only knows online by Alex. Two codes separate the teens until Bailey moves in with her, with her dad, who lives in the same California surfing town as her online crush. So, honestly, I, Beach, I hear Beach, and so I feel like this might be a good summary as well, because it's like Beach, and I don't know, Beach is all like, summary. um, but yeah, the last, but not least, book, if I can get to it, is going to be along for the ride by Sarah. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna say Sarah Deacon, Sarah Denson. It's been so long since Auden slept at night. Ever since her parents' divorce, or since the fighting started, now she has a chance to spend a carefree summer with her dad and his new family in the charming beach town where they live. Again, I hear beach. I. It says like a carefree summer. So this could also be one that, um, for the, um, it could also be another summer read. So those are all the books. I obviously I have twenty five books currently in my want to read list, and obviously as I said, like I'm currently reading one. So these are eleven books that I kind of read the descriptions of to you. So hopefully at least one of them, you know, caught your eye and gets you to wanna you know read it. Um. 
So yeah, I have 25 and I read you guys 10. So I think I after I finish them all, I think I might do like maybe a part two to um it to kind of um sit, give you guys the other like in the next 10. And then I give you 10 and then I'll probably have piles of other books because I thing is watching you know YouTube you get a whole bunch of book recommendations and you have add them all so you have so many but yeah hope you guys actually I forgot about a quote book quotes I'm actually I'm gonna say reading quotes because that sounds a lot better reading quotes because if I do like book quotes, it'll just give me like a book. So like, this is a quote from the book. So I'll do book quotes. Oh no, reading quotes. Reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body. That's Richard Steely. Steel Steely. I am. I'm really bad at pronouncing names. She. Re- she read books as one would breathe air to fill up and live. That's. Annie Dillard. A book is a gift you can open again and again. That's Garrison Kill Kill or Kilo. Books are a un Um this isn't like a certain font, so I can't read it. I can't read that one because it's in like a certain font that my brain doesn't want to read. You are never going alone when lost in the magic of a book. That's Marie Lu. I think I might find the other, the quote is in like a different font. So, yeah. Reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body. Oh, wait, I already... That one. Okay. I do believe something very magical can happen when you read a good book. That's J.K. Rowling. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and look at that one quote. Oh, I think it's. I think I did it. I think I think I found it. It's books are a uniquely portable magic. It's by said by Stephen King. I actually think I said I couldn't read it because it's in a certain font, but I could. My brain, for some reason, just I don't know. I I can read it now. So hope you guys enjoyed this video. Um, I think it's probably the longest episode that I've had. Um, hopefully it's good because. The first episode was like 26 minutes long, and this is like 27 minutes long, but the first episode was like really bad, so hopefully this wasn't as bad as the first episode, um, but hope you guys enjoyed, hope you guys found, you know, books that you might, you know, want to read, and again, as I said, like, I'm really sorry about, you know, pronouncing names wrong, I don't intentionally do that, I just can't. So, I'm really sorry, like, if you're, like, offended or anything like that. Super sorry. Please DM me, like, like, the correct way of 
pronouncing the name on my Instagram, DM me. Um, actually, yeah, well, it's the podcast Instagram, but it's run by Willow, so thank you, Willow, for running the podca- um, podcast Instagram, and that is Maddie's Meeting dot pod i believe yeah maddie's meeting dot pod m-a-d-d-i-e-s m-e-e-t-i-n-g dot pod and then dm me you know you can maybe if you have if you want one of the quotes you can email me about that if you have any episode ideas you want to be on podcast have somebody you know you want you know anything like that Please let me know. Hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And I will see you next time.